0: I promise to bring my experience and curiosity to each episode. Then together, we'll peel back the onion on this ever-changing discipline that is marketing. I'm so happy you're here. Let's dive in. Hello, and welcome to this week's episode of the Marketing for Startups podcast. I'm coming at you today with 11 simple ways to get customer reviews. But before we get into talking all things customer reviews, I want you to just take one minute and please like and share this podcast with any founder that you know who may find this information valuable. If you could take the moment to, on any platform, write a review, it would mean the world to me. Um, I'm here each and every week, multiple times a week, sharing content with the hopes that I'm you know, really helping folks out there, and that can't happen unless... We spread the word. So for you guys that have been long-time listeners, anything you could do to spread the word would mean the world to me. So without further ado, let's get into the idea of customer reviews. So let's first talk about why why is this important? Um, it, 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 for a lot of founders, it seems like something that they know they should be doing, um, but it feels like just like another thing on their plate and something that they'll just do at a later date. And I get it. There's so much to be executing in your business. And if you don't have the proper systems in place, it can really feel like a ton of extra work, right? And when you're just like flowing in the rhythm of what you're doing, um, yeah, sometimes it's it feels overwhelming to stop and create a new system. So with these 11 simple suggestions and ideas I'm going to share with you today, hopefully it sparks something for you. But if I can encourage you, to take like, it would only take about a day of kind of some thought and perhaps putting some automations in place to be able to get these customer reviews consistently. And it is absolutely worth that time investment. In fact, SEM Rush in an article stated, word of mouth is even more effective than paid ads. Okay. This may seem pretty obvious in the social media world, but much more effective than ads, and it results in five times more sales overall. So 28% of people say that word of mouth increases brand affinity, which which is basically a customer's common values, like uh, how much do they connect with the values of the brand? And 64% of marketers agree that word of mouth marketing is the most effective form of marketing. So, getting people out there to talk about your brand is absolutely going to pay itself back. So let's get going with some simple things we can start doing today. So the first tip, which is probably the most, maybe not the most obvious, is that in order to get some positive reviews, testimonials, and uh, get that word of mouth going, you need to pay attention to actually delighting your customers, okay? You, I mean, if you don't have a product that people are enjoying, it's going to be very difficult to grow your business. So you want to really pay attention to what are your customers or your clients saying right now. You know, are you, do you have a venue for them to actually um, give you feedback? Right now, we're not really looking for reviews, so to speak. In this sense, we're just really wanting to. Listen to all of the feedback, good or bad. And so you want to make sure that you're not only listening to what people are saying, but you're actually making improvements based on their suggestion. That is really going to um, assure that the experience of utilizing or using your product or service is actually satisfying the customers in the way that they need to be satisfied, that their pain points are actually being um, resolved as a result of your business. So pay attention to your actual product, right? Make sure that your churn rate, for example, is low, right? People are sticking with you. They're happy. They're delighted, right? Make sure that, you know, on the customer service side, you're not getting a bunch of complaints about the delivery of your product or service. Um, And if you are, these are things you're going to want to fix quickly because having these, um, you know, these little these little nagging things in the delivery of your product or service is really going to stop people from giving you those positive reviews okay so number 2 this is a, probably the most obvious one but you want to make sure that you're gathering email addresses right making sure that you're collecting the email addresses now for online businesses is super obvious but if there's any offline component to your business you want to make sure that you are absolutely getting those email addresses. Okay. And, you know, when you go to kind of a brick and mortar, you can see this by, you know, folks asking you for your email address when you're checking out. And a lot of times you equate that with just like being spammed, right? Cause this, this sort of thing happens when you're, you know, at like an old Navy or things like that. They always want your email address. Um, but my challenge to you is if you do have a brick and mortar element to your business or some kind of face-to-face or you're meeting people at conferences or whatever, that you want to make sure that you are gathering those email addresses. Because with it that, without those email addresses, you're just not going to be able to ask for a review or a testimonial. You're just not going to have a way to build that long-term relationship. Again, maybe super obvious, but in some circumstances where you're selling your products or services, um, it may not be a meet. You may not be worked into your process that you have that email address. Make sure you have that email address. And if I want to go one layer deeper into the email address uh, issue, it's really significant for you to be able to segment in your email list and differentiate between the buyers and people that have not bought with you yet. And I'm sorry if this is noisy because the next door neighbors are doing some construction. So this is real life. We're just going to keep going. Um, but one of the worst things is when you are, have purchased or you're in someone's program, right? You're like in a membership program or you've bought with someone and then they're, they're communicating to you as if you were still like that, you're not a buyer, like that they're still sending you sales messages, right? And there's nothing worse to like, that you can do to make someone feel like not seen and heard than not addressing the fact that they've actually purchased with you before, Right. So the way that you handle email address with your email addresses with your current customers and clients can be really significant. Number three, set up multiple profiles on review sites. So even if you don't think that your business is one that's driven by reviews, it is really, really useful, not just for gathering reviews, but also for SEO and link backs If you have um, a profile on Places where you could get reviews. So, this could be like Yelp, um, Angie's List, Yahoo, local LinkedIn, TripAdvisor, City Search, right? Um, even if you're not like a brick and mortar store, but you are, you, are um, you know, stationed in one particular city, make sure that you have an ability for people to leave reviews, maybe through a Google uh, My Business account, things like that it can be really, really helpful for making it easy for people to leave their feedback. Um, Okay, number four, make sure you're actually asking your customers. So don't expect that people are just going to be giving you reviews on their own. And and the reason why you wanna create a culture of asking your customers and clients for reviews is that you wanna make sure that you're capturing those happy folks. A lot of times the ones that are motivated to leave a review are people that are upset or they feel like wronged in some way. You do not want that, right? So making sure you're asking for the reviews is going to increase the likelihood that you're getting those reviews, a testimonials or case studies, or whatever it is you need to ask. Number five: make it easy. OK? It is like not cool. If you are a client or customer and you've decided, yeah, I'm going to go ahead and give that review or mm-hmm. I'll go ahead and give that feedback. And it is not like a super easy, seamless process for me. I mean, taking even two to five minutes out of my day to leave a review, feels like a lot because you as the customer or client are not necessarily getting something out of it. It really is sort of a gift that of that of time people are giving you. So you want to make it absolutely easy Absolutely seamless, and there's a lot of there's a lot of different ways in which you can do that. You know, the simplest thing to do is put you know a link directly in an email, um, but you can also have places on your website or a landing page that has you know clicks to a banner to, for example, like Yelp down uh, offers downloadable banners that you can stick onto your site that immediately connects with your profile. And whether or not Yelp is the right review place for you you can see that by having the process be that seamless it's just going to be super easy you know you don't want to make it difficult for customers or clients to find a place to give reviews and actually execute the reviews. so spend some brain power seeing what is the path of least resistance with making a review for your clients and customers to give you a review number six incentivize your reviews so th- there's a quite there's like a little caveat here it's not really ethical to pay for reviews and that's not what i'm suggesting here um but you absolutely can give a little extra benefit like a discount or like a discount code or a piece of valuable content or something Mm -hmm. that someone can get in exchange for their time for the review and i would just say if you do this strategy just make sure that you're explaining that you want the reviews regardless of the content, right? The good, the bad, and the ugly, you want it all because you care a lot about um, your customer's feedback, but also improving the product or service that you have based on that feedback, right? So incentivizing is definitely uh, a good strategy, but again, make it very clear that you're not just fishing for the good reviews, that you're not gonna give that incentive only to the good reviews. You give that incentive to everyone. Um, number seven, make sure that you're thanking your reviewers. So if there's if they're reviewing you on a site, it's really, really significant for you to comment on those comments and reviews. If they're good, if they're bad, right? They want uh, it's really nice for those reviewers, people that take the time to review on one of those review sites, to Actually, see that their comments are being heard and seen. Because again, they're taking those two to five or 10 minutes even out of their day, giving that to you. Um, and so it is really, really nice for you to actually just thank that reviewer for their time and address whatever comment or concern that they have. Okay. Now, if people are not com- making comments or testimonials or whatever on a public site, I would still send an email to say thank you okay what i personally do for anyone that's given me something like a nice feedback or a nice testimonial i will send them like a, a small gift now it depends on the volume right but um you can use an app called thanks which is t h n k s something or something equivalent where you can easily send like a little like a little gift card or voucher for like a free coffee or something. To me, I think that that small um, action is just, it's just the right thing to do. Because again, again, if someone's letting you use like a video testimonial, that's kind of a big deal. That's like their face. People don't always feel comfortable with how they look on video. um, Or if you're, if they're allowing you to use their photo, like it's a big ask for people. So definitely show your appreciation. Number eight, create a system for getting these reviews. Okay, so create an SOP or a standard operating procedure where you're just going to embed this step of asking for reviews into your sales process. Make it one of those seamless uh, steps like an automated email that goes out with the link or whatever where you're asking for those reviews, testimonial, case studies or whatever and make sure that that system is kicking off recently after they made the purchase with you, right? Or if they're inside a program or whatever with you, that they're actually getting asked, being asked for that review in, in real time. Because again, if they purchased with you like a couple weeks ago or whatever, they may not remember their feedback or whatever. And they're just not going to be as fired up to actually like help you out. Right. So making sure that that systemized and, uh, and that you're asking for these reviews, testimonials, case studies in a timely manner. Number nine, okay, so this relates a little bit to um, number six, incentivizing the reviews, but number nine is make honest feedback a part of your brand value. So how you can do that, right? So in order to create an environment where folks are comfortable giving you negative feedback, okay, It's part of your job to sort of create that as a brand value. So this means that like in your regular communication, the emails that you send out, the social posts that you send out, that there's some mention of how much you appreciate honest feedback. I've actually seen brands, and this is one of those really interesting strategies that really like catches you off guard. I was actually looking and I don't remember what it was. I was looking at a pitch deck. No, a sales deck for some business accelerator, and they had one slide that literally was titled "Our Worst Review," and they actually posted, you know, out of uh, their one out of ten, you know, the reviews that they had like about a seven or an eight, and of course, like seven or eight is not like a one or a two. So they were saying like, okay, our worst is not that bad, but it was really interesting just to show, yes, in those. score review, it did pinpoint some of the negative things or the things that those folks didn't like so much about this business accelerator. And I thought, I thought it was a really interesting strategy and it's one that you could adopt, right? Not that you want to show, you know, how upset people are when, if they're upset, but it is just proof of like showing proof of like, Hey, we, we read these reviews, we take them to heart and we actually take action on them. Right. Which I think is really interesting. It's one of those you know breaks you out of your pattern and makes you really pay attention if you share something like that. But even if you don't want to share unsavory reviews, it still is really beneficial to just communicate, like through your regular marketing communication, that you are a brand, a company that welcomes honest feedback, encourages honest feedback in venues other than the one email that you're actually asking for the feedback, like. In your general content, um, communicating that is really going to help people feel comfortable actually giving that feedback to you and probably more excited to give you feedback overall because it's showcasing that you're really, um, the fact that you're talking about feedback and, and, um, and testimonials and whatever outside of asking for one, um, just will showcase how much it is important to you and your brand. Um, Number 10 is turn those reviews and feedback into marketing content. So this is a really, really important step, one that you should not miss. I've been, I've worked inside of so many, so many startups. And it's one of those things where like people sometimes have like a, a pile of these reviews, testimonials or case studies, but they actually don't do anything with them. So number 10 right here is make sure that you work into your marketing strategy, right? So like your content strategy, Uh, a really good example is like in your social media content strategy, make sure that you reserve a handful of days per month to actually like screenshot and share those good reviews. Or if you have like video testimonials that you're actually pumping them through your social channel or turning that content into, you know, value emails that you're sending through your email list. So people can actually see those reviews and, and the, that feedback, that that's actually working for you, right? And because uh, if you don't use it, it's not really gonna, these reviews are not really gonna help tr- turn that flywheel and get that word of mouth marketing, which is actually the main point. Another tip here is using those feedback, using the that feedback and review and turning them into paid ads. So effective, it's so incredibly effective. For someone that doesn't know anything about you to see an ad of someone just like raving about your product or service, um, it's going to establish that like, no, and trust factor much quicker. And number 11. So this strategy is a little bit experimental, but it's a really, really cool um, thing to do if you can pull it off well. And that is get reviews in real time. So you can actually turn reviews into a live conversation. And you can do this by leveraging social media. So if you have, you know, a nice following either on social or in your email list, you could be asking people like specific targeted questions about your product or service. Now, on social, it is definitely, you know, a little bit of an act of bravery because you can't control one hundred percent of the comments that people are going to come back with. But having this kind of feedback in a public forum is really, really powerful.? A, it's like, it's, it's bold, right? And it gets people's attention and it can really start that engagement and that conversation on those social channels. Um, but even if you choose to do it someplace like email, it could be really cool for you to ask a question and ask people to reply to the email with their thoughts or whatever. And then you can gather up those thoughts and share it with the email list at a later date. It's just a really interactive, cool way that you can go ahead and get those testimonials and review um, in real time. So there you have it. These are my 11 um, simple and easy ways to get customer reviews, how to make it part of your system, how to make it easier in your business. I would love to hear from you. Have you implemented any one of these tactics? Um, Have you found success with any one of these tactics? I would love to know. And before I sign off for this week's episode, I do want to share that I am cooking up something really, really exciting um, on the back end here of the business, where we are going to be launching um, some really cool stuff on how I can help you more directly in your business. So you're not going to want to miss out on that. Um, if you go to uglyventures.com, you can go ahead and sign up and get into the email list, and you're going to have first access to our really exciting sort of thing that we're building in the in the background here and. I would love for you to um, to get more involved with your marketing and for me to help you out. I would love that. So uglyventures.com. And uh, as always, guys, you don't have to go fast. You just have to keep going and you're doing great. Be back here next week. You did it. You made it to the end of the episodes. Thanks for sticking around with me and listening all the way to the end. I really appreciate you as an audience member and i hope that you found this helpful if you did like this episode it would mean so so much to me if you subscribed if you rate and review this podcast it helps other people know that this podcast has something worth saying it also would be super awesome if you could take a screenshot and share on instagram and tag me at ugly ventures u-g-l-i ventures v-e-n-t-u-r-e-s I am always so appreciative to hear from you and I hope to see you back here next week on the Marketing for Startups podcast.